You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Hebrews 11 talks about the best of the best. It talks about the hall of faith. Are you familiar with Hebrews 11? This is where the Hebrew author would talk about people of great faith, like David. What did David do? Anong ginawa ni David? He slayed the giant. What did Samson do? He slayed Delilah. Hindi po, di ba? He pushed the pillars. And the Bible says, he was able to kill more enemies in his death versus when he was alive. We talk about Moses. We know that he was able to part the parking in Green Hills. No, talagang nagkaroon siya ng parking. When Moses put his stuff, what happened? It parted the Red Sea. You know, when we talk about heroes of faith, people of great faith, we know this. They are they have experienced so much, and we know that it is because of what they went through. Great faith is coming from the things that they have conquered with God. And so the question is, for us to have great faith, do we need to go through battles and slay our giants? When we talk about great faith, do we need to encounter so much trials for us to experience and have that great faith in our lives? You know, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, there was this one story of a man named Enoch. And this is what we'll be talking about today. Enoch was a simple man. Simple life. The Bible says he actually lived 365 days. And in this simple life, regular life, it was a mundane. It may have been a routine. But we know this. He was commended for having great faith. And so it gives comfort to me when I was preparing for this word that great faith doesn't require us to slay giants. Doesn't require us to go through trials. Ayaw mo naman, di ba, nagpe-pray ka na kay Lord. Lord, gusto ko magkaroon ng great faith in 2019. So Lord, give me problems. Do we say that? No, right? Is someone here saying that? That's say, Lord, because I want great faith, I want you to challenge me. We don't want that life. We want to live a peaceful life. And we, here, we have a story about Enoch and how he was commended for his great faith. And I want to read to you, this is our main text. It says in Hebrews, if you have your Bibles with you, please turn to Hebrews chapter 11. And if you're there, say Enoch. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5, it says here, By faith... Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Verse 6, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Join me in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. As you anoint the preaching of your word, thank you, Lord God, that it is you who is going to speak to us today. Lord, give us that great faith, Lord God, for this year. As we meditate on your word, as we try to see the life of Enoch and why he is commended for that faith, Lord, let it be unto us. Lord, we want that great faith. 
Lord, we desire a life that is simple, a life that may be mundane, a life that is uh, uh, regular, Lord God. Lord, we declare that we may not have giants to slay, but we declare we can still have great faith this year. Lord, anoint the preaching of the word in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen and Amen. And so, when we look at the Word of God in the book of Hebrews, we see here that you can look at the story of Enoch two ways. Number one, it says, By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. The first angle that we can look at about the life of Enoch is that there is life after our life here on earth. Who believes in the life after this? That there is a life in heaven. That there is life. That this life we live in is temporary. And that the life of Enoch did not end on earth. God took him and he was with him. But that is for another preaching. Another angle that we will talk about today is this part. It says, now before he was taken, before he missed death, the Bible says in the message version Bible, he skipped death completely. God took him away. And it says here, now before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. So he was commended as having pleased God. He pleased God. You know, this is reality. When I was going through this message, I realized this, that all of us are pleasing someone today. Let that sink in. All of us are pleasing someone today. And so my question is for each and every one today is, who are you pleasing? Who are you pleasing in your life today? There are only three answers that are available. Number one, other people. Are you pleasing other people? What does that mean? Is your life in fulfillment about pleasing others? Is your life today about fulfilling what your parents want? Let's say, example. Is your life about pleasing your spouse? Is your life about pleasing the relationships that you have? You know the problem if you have that kind of life? We will all fail. You know the problem with trying to please people? There will come a time they will not be pleased with us. Why? Because we're human. We are people who are sinful. We are fallen. We have that tendency to hurt people. And that's why pleasing others is not the way to go. And so we see this even in the world. Ano sabi nila? Before you can please others, ano sinasabi nila? Ikaw muna. That's what the world tells you. Kayo muna ang unahin nyo. That's why for some of us, and I don't know if it's just me, I will confess this, that this is sometimes what I say. Ano sinasabi ko? I deserve this. Yan. Sino nagsabi sa inyo nun? Nagtrabaho ko nung sobrang hirap, bibili ko ng shomai. I deserve this. Meron ba sa inyo yung ganon? Because when you work hard for something, you know that sabi mo, I've worked hard. I deserve this. Today in your life is all about pleasing yourself. Do I deserve? I want this. Paghihirapan ko to. And so, at the end of the year, I will get this. Why? Because I deserve this. Is it all about others? Pleasing others? Is it all about pleasing ourselves? But for the Word of God today, this is a good reminder that for God's people, it's about pleasing Him. This is what we learned today. 
that a life of great faith is a life that pleases God. Let that sink in. Who among you wants faith for 2019? Great faith! You know what you need to do? You need to have a life that is pleasing to God. How do I do that? Magdodonate ba ako ng pera? Do I volunteer more? Do I go to church in all services? Do I greet everyone that goes there in that door? You know, all of us have our own idea of how to please God. We have our own way. Magpapalakas ako kay Lord. Lord, pinag-pray ko siya, nilayhans ko siya, pagdaan niya. All of us have a mind or have ideas on how to please our Heavenly Father. But you have to remember, the Bible also says that we are saved by faith and not by good works. Why? So that no one can boast. We cannot win the favor of God by doing things like that. We cannot go to heaven just because I gave more money. Pagdating mo dun, no? Siyempre, paya ba? Magkano binigay mo? Eto, binigay mo. You know, we cannot please God that way. And so today, we know that Enoch was commended in pleasing God. And so the question is, how did he live his life that, is, that it was pleasing to God? Anong ginawa ni Enoch that it was pleasing to God? That God was so joyful, that God was so happy, and I hope you desire this kind of life, that we can have a life that is pleasing to God. We go back to Genesis chapter 5. This is the book where you see, chapter 5 is actually, it says here, it is the book where they talk about the genealogy of from Abraham to Noah. It's the genealogy. And there is a pattern if you check it. It says there, this is the book of gen- generations of Adam. When God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. As you go through the chapter, you would see here, it says, When Seth had lived 105 years, he fathered Enosh. Seth lived after he fathered Enosh 807 years, and he had sons and daughters. Thus, all the days of Seth were 912, and he died. Same pattern. He would talk about, Kenan. Kenan lived 90. He had a son. He had other sons and daughters. What happens after? And he died. It was a book of saying the name that when he became a father, his child, and he died. But you know, when you go through the account of Enoch in verse 21, it was different. It says here, verse 21, When Enoch had lived 65 years old, he fathered Methuselah, Verse 22, Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters. What do you notice? There was a break in the pattern. It was about living, being a father, dying. But for Enoch, it says here, Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God. It was the first mention of somebody walking with God. Is this the reason why he pleased God? Let's see. In the next verses, it says in verse 23, Thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Sino sa inyo gusto mabuhay ng 365 years? Salang. Okay. Alvin. 300 for God, di ba? Oh, thus, all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And it says there, Enoch, what, did, what does it say? Enoch walked 
with God. And he was not, meaning he did not die, for God took him. Verse 25, now it's about someone else. For four verses in the Bible, he talks about the life of Enoch. And for four verses, two times this comes out. Enoch walks with God. Nothing else. Wala na pong sinabi about the life of Enoch. Although he was quoted, and I'm going to show you that later in Jude, in the New Testament, we would not see any account of Enoch anymore. And so what do we realize today? That to have great faith is to walk with God. This is the reason that's why he was commended and he is part of Hebrews 11 because he walked with God. He was walking with God. He did not run because when you run, mapapagod ka. You know, I was discipled by one of our leaders in Cebu when I was there and he loved running. And so he would disciple me and we would catch up. Sabi niya, oh, kita tayo sa IT Park. Tapos, jog tayo, kwentuhan tayo. So, ganyan, una. Diba? Kamusta, Francis? Okay. Anong balita sa'yo? You know, I realized I couldn't speak. Why? Because wala pa yung resistensya ko. It has, I had a hard time. And so, somebody checked with him. Kamusta si Francis? Hindi siya nag-open up. Kamusta siya? Wala, okay lang daw. Tapos parang ano, Parang hinihingahan lang ako. Pag kinak... Eh, kamusta yung marriage mo? Ha? The Bible says, Enoch walked with God. Why? Because when you walk, you can enjoy it. Right? When you walk, you get to see good scenes. You get to talk about it. When you walk with God, it's something that you know you're going somewhere, but at the same time, you're in a rush. You're not in a rush. You get to talk. When you walk alone, anong ginagawa mo ngayon? Nowadays, di ba, you use your phone, right? Pero imagine, for the people who lived in the era na wala pang cellphone, when you walk around the mall, you would see things. You would enjoy walking. You know, I remember when I was new in a multinational company, I was so excited. The funny thing was, my first day of work was April 1. So hindi ko alam kung totoo. And so when I went there, I was so excited. Feeling ko, makakakontribute ako sa kumpanyang to. Ang galing-galing ko, siguro makakatulong ako. You know, we had a one-day walkthrough. They call it an onboarding. They walked me through the policies. They walked me through the things that, will, that I will do. They walked me through my job description. They walked me through my benefits. You know, at the end of the day, I realized I did not know anything that they hired me to train me, not for me to contribute yet. But if I did not go through that onboarding, baka ano, yabang, what if we do this? What if we do that? Nagmamarunong ako, but you know what I realized? I did not know anything. Because of that walkthrough, I was able to understand my new role. You know, when we talk about to have great faith is to walk with God, it's not literal walking. I hope you know this. Baka pag tinanong, ano ginagawa mo? I'm walking with God in Shopsville. Yeah. You know, it's not literal, but it's, uh, how do you say it? Figuratively. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the Hebrew word for walking is halak. Okay, say that with me. Halak. Uh, hindi dahak. Halak. Halak. 
The Hebrew word is halak, which means you are walking to a destination, you are going somewhere, and there is intention. There is effort. You know another meaning in the Hebrew dictionary of halak? It's the pursuit of life. It's a direction. It's going from one place to another direction. It's moving to a new lifestyle. And for us, we know this. What is the lifestyle that we need to live out in a daily basis? Is to be Christ-like. That we are going through life for us to be Christ-like. Because we know this, our walk with God should affect us. Our walk with God should affect us. You know, when Enoch first believed, he was probably just like us. We don't know what to do, what book to read. Na experience na ba yon? Diba? Yung pagka-Bible, yung iba nag-aano, yung Bible roulette. Sabi nila, pagka ginano mo daw, tas pinoint mo, yun daw yung word ni God. Jesus wept. Anong word ni God? Iiyak ako. You know, for the new believers, we don't know what to do with the word, right? Just like Enoch, when he was starting, I'm sure he didn't know what to do, how to walk with God. But you'd see here in the book of Jude, this is in the part of the New Testament. He was quoted, it says here, Jude chapter 1, verse 14, it says, It was also about this, that Enoch, the seventh from Abraham, seventh generation from Abraham, prophesied saying, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment on all, to convict all the ungodly of all their deeds and ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him, what do we realize? The Hebrew Bible, walang pause, walang period. <sighs> what do we realize? We see here that as Enoch walked with God, towards the end, he was prophesying. Towards the end, Enoch was preaching about judgment. Towards the end, it was a life not only about himself, it was a life about others. You have to remember, during the time of Enoch, wala naman silang worship na God. Very few of them knew about God, but he was doing his part in leading people to him. You know what happens? The name of Enoch's kid is, a while ago we read it, it says Methuselah. You know what it means in Hebrew? Methuselah means when he dies, it will come. If you look at the genealogy, it says there, Methuselah lived 900 years. When he dies, it will come. What will come? Judgment. It means that Enoch was so moved by the coming of judgment that he made sure that he was preaching. That he made sure he was telling people, repent. Why? Because his heart now is for others. And if you compute, and if you read, and I hope you do, especially those who are good in math, basahin nyo, makikita nyo, when Methuselah died, the floods came. When Methuselah died, the ark of Noah was ready. What happened? Noah was a grandson of Enoch. He was saved. This is the benefits of walking with God. As we continue, it says in verse 22, Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah. How long? 300 years. It's from glory to glory. It's nonstop. Our walk with God does not end. It continues. It's not only every Sunday. And ito naman yung pakonsuelo doon, no? Alam mo si Lord, 
when you encounter Jesus for the first time, He will not give you a list of things that you need to change immediately. Hindi naman parang, huh? 300? You know, God works with us one issue at a time. He will not force us in our timeline. Yes, we are walking with Him. Yes, He adjusts His pace with us. But sometimes, God will tell us, walk faster, bumabagal ka na. Go with me. I will change you and I will make you into a different person. God is gracious enough. At as we walk with Him through life, He will deal with us every step of the way. He will deal with us one issue at a time. For some, it may be fast, but don't compare your walk with God with others. It is a personal walk. You know, a lot of us can actually work on our physical well-being. A lot of us can improve how we look like. But you know, the sad part of this is that we can actually improve how we look like in 10 years. But the same issues that we have are still the same. Grabe, no? 10 years. Mas pogi ka, pero ang sungit mo pa din. After 10 years, mas maganda na yung suot mo. Dati, ang suot mo, bench. Ngayon, bench na mas mahal. Pero ganun ka pa rin sa tao. You speak death than life. You speak curses than bringing them up. Grabe, no? What 10 years can do to the physical but can actually make us stay who we are? You know, our walk with God, He desires for us to be better. Imagine, yung walk nyo kay God ngayon. Meron bang nangyari sa inyo? I was asking this question to my leadership group. So we had, uh, ha- we hanged out sa bahay namin, sa 12 bedrooms. So one of the rooms, we used that. And so I asked the group, Konti lang kami that time. Sabi ko, what did God work on you last year? You know, surprisingly, it also made me think, ano ang winner on sa akin ni God? Meron ba? May nagbago ba? And so one said, hindi ko na lang siya papangalanan kung sino, <coughs> Alvin. Sabi niya, hindi na ako masyadong tumitingin ng, ano eh, ng mali ng iba. Sabi ni Pat, si Lord na talaga yun, bro! You know why? That's good news, right? You know why? It's something to celebrate because you know that you are a different person at the end of the year. You know, our walk with God is rooted, or having great faith is rooted on a consistent, unending walk with God. It's continuous. It goes somewhere. There is a destination. Hindi po tayo one-hit wonder. Some of us have experienced God mightily in your life one time and you're stuck there until today. Lord, thank you. You've delivered me from this business issue. Thank you, Lord. But you stop walking with God. You stop transforming yourself. You stop reading the Word. And so you do not understand what it says. Our walk with God is continuous. doesn't stop. So a good question to ask today is, where is God leading you today? What is God working on you today? Because we realize this, that our walk with God is not a relationship that He is a genie. Lord, nagwa-walk tayo, bless me. I need this. Lord, I want this. Lord, I need this. You know, 
the right walk with God, you know what the picture of the right walk with God is? That not only will He give you what your heart's desire is, not only will He answer your prayers, the ideal walk with God is He will continue to do His work in and through you. That even though He does not answer your prayer, at the end of the year, you know, Lord, binago mo ako. Lord, binago mo ako. Hindi ako to. Dati masungit ako. Ngayon, konti na lang. And it's a good reminder that God is not yet done with us. Amen? Tap the person to your right. Hindi pa tapos sa'yo si Lord. Yan. Tap the person to your left. Sabi mo, sige, pagtapos na, gisingin mo ko. As we continue, you know, a life that is walking with God, this is a picture, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 33 says, You shall walk in all the ways of the Lord, your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land that you shall possess. As you walk with God, there is a promise to claim. As you continue to walk with God, to please God with your walking in Him, you know what? It will be a safe life for you because you are walking in His presence. There is a promise to possess. As we continue, it says in Hebrews 11 that our walk with God is by faith because if without faith, it is impossible to please Him. That when we are here for the wrong reasons, when we enter this worship center, that when we attend the service and our intention is, Lord, nag-attend ako, check. That is religion. When we do that out of a religious heart, hindi naman please Lord. Because what He wants is a relationship with you. What He wants is for you to be hungry at His Word. And that's why it says here, For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He exists. Yan, lumapit na. Pero kanina nasa near to God yan. Nausog lang, no? For whoever would draw near to God, what does that mean? To draw near is to approach. To draw near is to always be in touch. You know, another word for to draw near is that you are always connected. And so as you walk with God, you know, a good, a good, uh, how do I say it? Our walk with God can become closer and closer every day as we talk to Him. And so as you read your word, do you actually speak to Him? Lord, tama pa ba yung ginagawa ko? Lord, ito ba yung gusto mong gawin ko? As you walk with God, do you actually approach Him? The Bible reminds us that our life of faith he wants us to approach Him about anything. You know the problem? And I used to have this mindset. Sino sa inyong ganito? Lord, di ko na lang hihingin to. Malit lang to. Mas marami pang may problema eh. Sila na lang muna. Na-experience na ba yan? That the small things in life, you don't want to go to God. Why? Because you feel like busy siya para sa ibang tao. You feel like, ang late nito, ako na to, ako na mamamoblema. But you know what God wants for us this 2019? He wants you to be fully dependent on Him. No matter how small the issue, Lord, wala akong parking slot, give me a parking No matter how small the issue, no matter how big the issue, God wants you to go to Him. God wants you to approach Him. Why? Because He wants you to live a life of faith. A life of faith is believing even though we do not see. That's what He wants from us. 
As you continue to walk with God, draw near to God. So as we are also, as we draw near to God, the question is, do we believe in Him? Yeah. <laughs> do we believe in Him that He exists and that He responds? You know, to believe in God is one thing. A lot of us, I can tell you today, sino sa inyo naniniwala kay Lord? Lahat, right? But do you believe that He is willing to answer your prayers? That is the question. The God that we serve is not only someone who is all-powerful, the God that we serve is someone who is all-powerful for you. The life of faith is believing that He will answer us. It says here that He will respond to those who seek Him. That's why we can live a life like this. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.7, it says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. That's why we can walk without seeing. Why? Because you are confident that the one guiding you can see it. Because you are confident that when He tells you, Go, go di mo makita, go, nandito ako sa dulo, I'll wait for you. He will make a way. He will never leave us. He has a plan for us. And that is great faith. That's my prayer for each and every one of us. That in 2019, we will walk with God continually. That even though we do not see what tomorrow will bring, we have that faith. Lord, you're beside me. Sabay tayo dito sa lakad na to. You will never leave me. I will not go ahead of you. When I feel like I'm lost, I'll slow down and then I will check where you are. Sometimes, di ba, medyo proactive tayo. Lord, alam mo, ganito. Grabe, ito yung mga gusto kong gawin. Lord, Lord, you know, sometimes we need to slow down. We can't go ahead of God. We need to slow down. Why? Because walking with God has a pace. Walking with God is something that He wants to develop in us. It has a destination. You can be walking and just circling around. Ask mo si Lord, where do you want me to go this 2019? Last question that I want to ask everyone before we close in prayer. How is your walk with God today? Is He near? Is He ahead of you, way ahead of you that you can't hear Him? Or is He beside you, walking with you, talking to you, enjoying that walk with God. You know, a child's faith is to ask without thinking about it. Why? Because that is our role in our walk with God. To have that kind of faith. Amen? Application. What do we need to do? We need to take the first step. We need to take our first step with God. How do we do that? By opening the Word. Lord, san mo gusto dalin? Lord, what do you want me to do this year? Do you want me to work on my attitude? Do you want me to work on my generosity? Lord, what do you want me to do this year? Open the word. That is the first step. What do we do? Second step. Continue to do your life of devotion. It's like saying, Lord, are we there yet? Lord, nandun na ba tayo? Lord, nagbago na ba ako? Lord, what do you want me to do? Ito ba yon? Sometimes how we ask determines our course of action. Sometimes changing our prayers define our course of action. Sometimes, 
Pag hindi sinasagot ni Lord, no? I heard this from one of our preachers. Sabi niya, Lord, why don't you bless me with this? Ang tagal ko nang pinagpipray to for years. And this is what the preacher said. Why don't you change your prayer to this? Lord, what do I need to do for you to give me that blessing? A life of great faith is a life walking with God. Amen? Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.